The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Out of the Shadows. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Chavez, joined as always by Mr. Jim Clark. Hey, 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 what's going on, Chris? It's a special day. Oh, yes. A very it's a special, special day. special day. We have a returning guest. And mm-hmm. the last time he was on the show, we let it be known that this is the godfather of our podcast. Yes, absolutely. Our podcast, Out of the Shadows, as listeners know, we watch mostly 80s horror. And I say mostly because we take breaks here and there. Mm -hmm. But we are watching 80s horror films and we're watching all the films that were covered in the first installment of In Search of Darkness uh, documentary series. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, In Search of Darkness 2 came out. We were ecstatic. We checked it out. Um, But we're still in 1986 off the first series. So we're not even close to that yet. Um, But we also know that there was a third in the works. Yes. And when we heard about this, I remember I texted you immediately. I'm like, dude, three is coming. Get ready. And then I shouted it from the rooftops. (laughs) Yes, because I mean, we do. We love it. I talk about it all the time on the show, how much I love this documentary series. I feel Mm -hmm. like it's probably one of the most in-depth, you know, series um, there is for 80s horror films. Yeah. I don't believe I've ever seen anything quite like it. No. No, or, or, or that even compares or comes close to it. Yeah, um, to be honest. So uh, I'm going to stop rambling here. I'm going to stop just kind of mumbling over my words here and go ahead and bring our guest back on the show. The writer director of the In Search of Darkness documentary series, mm-hmm. Mr. David Weiner. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. You could call it a trilogy now. It yes. is a trilogy. Now it's yes, a, it's absolutely. an excellent trilogy. I'm, and, and, I can't and wait. I, hey, before you even start, I have, I have to say with, with that intro, a whole podcast devoted to the uh, curated list of the uh, In Search of Darkness trilogy, and you're still getting through it. I think that's incredibly impressive and devoted and a cool concept. And uh, I, I'm, I and everyone at Creator VC are nothing but flattered. Oh, that's Thank awesome. You. We appreciate Thank that. You. Yeah. yeah, we enjoy it. I mean, I loved that first, the first installment so much. And I mean, I've probably watched it now 15, 16 times, 20 times by now. And so I remember reaching out to Jim and I know we told you this the last time, you know, saying, hey, we should do this. It'd be a lot of fun. But yeah, what we ended up doing in the in-betweens instead of like, you know, focusing on specific subjects, the way you do in the documentary series, we just jumped on any different types of movies that yeah. we wanted to put together a month, maybe of, you know, whatever we're feeling at classic or so or if there's something coming out too like we just did uh jordan peele interlude where we did uh, because nope just came out so we kind of went through and did all that so yeah but sometimes sometimes you need a palate cleanser yeah i mean the same way it's like i think i think we're all kind of cut from the same cloth it's like it's okay to really be devoted to a particular genre and a particular era Mm -hmm. but we're human beings who love all sorts of entertainment and sometimes you need to mix it up and and i would say that you know, going through Jordan Peele's films or going through classic horror, whatever ha- whatever you're doing, it helps put the 80s decade in perspective of what came before and what came after in terms of influences, both influenced by the 80s and what the 80s were influenced 
from before they came around in terms of the, those films that were created. Yeah. You know, John Carpenter, Joe Dante, uh, those guys loved these movies in the 50s as kids and wanted to sort of emulate, if not outright remake, and, you know, Cronenberg as well, you know, The Fly, uh, you know, The Thing, The Blob. Joe Dante didn't do The Blob, but, you know, I, I use yeah. those as like these three ideal 50s examples. Uh, so, yeah, you know, all of this stuff is is part of film history. And so it's important to kind of uh, look back on the show. You're, all these filmmakers, from their ideas to their filmmaking uh, styles and approaches uh, and technology, all stand on the shoulders of what came before them. Uh, and if anything now, uh, horror today is is riding the wave of what 80s horror created. Uh, and oftentimes remaking or just looking back and trying to do it similarly. I totally agree. I I would also go so far as to say as it had an impact and an influence on uh, folks such as yourself to create something like this, to put together a documentary that focuses on these films. You know what I mean? I mean, without the films, we wouldn't have these documentaries. And without the makers of those films, you know, we wouldn't be inspired to want to talk about them, to want to watch them, dissect them and, and really get into them. You know, the first series you had, the, the first installment was a lot of the mainstream films. You know, we're like I said, we're in the middle of them. We just mm -hmm. finished Poltergeist 2 on, which, which, on 86. If I can mention, I, I was listening to the other interview we did with you about a year ago, and it's really funny because we had just gotten on to do that with you, and we had just done Poltergeist, and we just finished Poltergeist That's, 2. That's yeah. where we're about where we're at in the uh, 86 uh, That is series. funny. Yeah. I'm going to have to check under my house and make sure I'm not uh, <laughs> built know. on a burial ground. <laughs> Um, but, you know, your second installment kind of goes off into a little bit lesser known films, a little bit more obscure, a lot of foreign films, a lot of the Italian films. And now at the third one we know is going straight to the video store. We're going to be talking about the movies that you may not know unless you were the type of person or the kid that grew up going to the video store on that Friday or Saturday night roaming those aisles knowing that you've already seen the mainstream ones that came out you you saw them as soon as they came out so it's like what are you going to watch now and you come across these these kind of questionable you know covers with artwork that looks a little bit too gory you know that you're not supposed to look at that and you know and usually it was maybe like an aunt or uncle that rented it for you your oh, parents wouldn't yeah, do it dude. yep um, for sure but but to know that this is where we're going now, we're going to the video store. I mean, how much more nostalgic and 80s can you get but the video store? Yeah. This is, this is uh, what you're talking about is, is a shared experience by fans of 80s horror. Uh, I think uh, of, of any age, really, unless you're super young and you're really learning into it. But if, uh, the majority of us, I would, I would argue, are children of the video store era. Mm -hmm. um what and, and that doesn't oh, yeah. have to have been in the 80s that could have been in the, in the 90s and and the uh the you know early 2000s as well you know that was the culture uh before we all had uh instant gratification on our televisions and our phones so we all had uh you know whether it was uh you know playing hooky from school and going to the video store or you know friday night or saturday afternoon saturday afternoon planning for the evening. I told you the caffeine's still kicking in. <laughs> but, uh, it's uh, it, it's this shared experience that we all have that it was something where you you really put in time and effort in what probably then might have been a mundane experience, but you look back at it now and it's much more special than we ever realized. But yeah, we picked these, 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 these titles, whether it was the insane exploitation art 
or it was always rented out and we finally got on it and we jumped on that first thing, you know, and you held on to that tight, like you, you didn't want to drop a baby, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and you brought that home. And when you finally put that in, whether it was a VHS or a DVD, um, you ultimately committed and watched. And if it might not have been as good as you hoped it was based on that art, you were like, well, this is what I got. So yeah. I'm just going to sit through it unless it was completely uh, distasteful, which sometimes they often were. But um, <laughs> it, 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 there's a big experience here that I think we all share. Uh, and and what I'm getting at here is, and we can talk all about you know the approach and why we're doing these kinds of movies for the movie uh, for In Search of Darkness Three. But the idea here is that these movies are more than just the movies. These movies are the experience that went along with it. You know, that 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 uncle, you know, that dad who was feeling in a good mood and don't tell mom. We're yeah, watch yeah. This tonight. <laughs> you know, I, we all had that. And so it doesn't matter how good, bad or awful the movie is that we're talking about. There's memories surrounding that that uh, are happy memories or memories of escape to something a little more happy um, that I think is very special just about this whole era and and why we want to go back to all these films and talk about not only the films but what they mean and meant to us at the time yeah for sure the experience is a big piece of that you know it brings back those memories the nostalgia um and i think this is what something that jim and i were talking about before we jumped on and so we if, if you want we can definitely get right into this in the making of this third one you know the first one like i said was mainstream it's it's easy right you say we want to focus on these films everybody knows them you know and some of the more obscure ones in your second installment there's still a lot in there where people are like oh i remember this i saw this on a, a saturday morning creature feature or something you know what i mean um but now you're going somewhere where it's it's like you really have to be a hardcore fan to recognize everything or know what's there how do you decide how do you decide what's going to go on what's not going to go on when you're going down the, the path of vhs now what was straight to video you guys decided for us oh all you of them okay decided for me this was what was so cool about being able to do part three uh we've you know there are hundreds of movies that came out Arguably in the thousands, uh, when you when you count when you count all the straight shot on video and direct to video things that didn't make it, you know, because of the digital divide, it just never, you know, we don't have them today. But there are so many to choose from. Um, and by the time we got to In Search of Darkness Part Three, uh, the backers and the horror fans and everyone along this journey with us making these films. It was very important to us to uh, talk to God. Yeah, I'm going to say you guys, but I'm a fan as well. But, you know, just in terms of explaining this. Yeah. We're like, we got to talk to the fans. What do the fans want? We're going to survey everybody. You know, everyone's going to have write-ins for what they want. Everyone is writing on social media. I love In Search of Darkness 1 and 2, but you've never covered this. I'd love to see this in part three. I, I take copious notes uh, nice. with all this stuff. We And we had a write-in survey. We had a voting survey. I would argue that 100% of the films that we're doing in this, and it's practically 80, uh, are basically all about your choices. Um, and, and so how do I pick? There's a whole avenue that we could talk about in terms of now that you've given me a list, I have to now determine what is worthy of talking about uh, and worthy. That's another word we can also explore. You know, uh, there's a lot of language here, you know, that I don't want people to come need, need, get knee jerk reactions to. Yeah. But for me, like worthy is like uh, not the quality of the film itself. A, is it available? B, mm -hmm. uh, is there anyone 
still alive that we could talk to about it and and, and wants to make themselves available? Um, or do we have any experts who have knowledge about it, you know, who can really give us some sort of insight or some passion about it? Um, that's that's the qualification of worthy. And then another qualification for worthy is like, do we have a decent print that we can get? That kind of stuff like right. that. Um, but uh, it's very, very cool because I've now been told what to do and I couldn't be happier for it because I know how to make this format. Uh, but you guys are getting exactly what you want now. Mm -hmm caveat there's still so many hundreds of movies that still have not made this trilogy you know it's a 14 hour movie now yeah. if you put all three movies together this is yeah. a, this is the longest in search of dark, uh, darkness we've done yet it's a five hour oh, film good. Um, good but there's there's still so many more that we haven't gotten to so uh it's always going to be that way. So there's even movies that I wanted in there that just we couldn't get in there for whatever reason. So uh, the long and short answer, which I'm always capable of giving, is that uh, how do I choose it? It's it's chosen by you guys. And That's I couldn't awesome. be happier about that because I know that everything I'm covering is the stuff that you guys are interested in or want to know more about. Um, and I also want to say also just in terms of these titles, I mean, I'm, I might tease a couple titles, but I want to keep it a surprise for you guys. But there's theatrical stuff in there that was just mainstream theatrical stuff that just we haven't gotten to yet. Oh, you know, okay, Monkey good. Shines. We just haven't gotten to that yet. So now we're going to get to it. You know, okay. Jaws 4, The Revenge. You know, oh, Jaws <laughs> you know okay. that's a monster movie, right? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You know, that, that, that's like, you know, when animals attack big time, you know, that's there's awesome. plenty of blood plenty of death in that movie you know that that shark's a serial killer and he's going after the brody family you know? oh yeah oh yeah so um there's a lot of theatrical stuff and, and you know talk about michael Caine. you know uh a guy who never saw a paycheck he didn't like in the 80s you know he did <laughs> yeah, right. you know the hand was a great film uh there that's one of those films where i'm like god we got to put it in the hand Wow. Do you have you ever even heard of the thing? I've never seen I've never that. Heard no, of it. no, never heard of it. There you go. I will say no more. But it's oh, a awesome. thriller that's Oliver Stone's directorial debut. Oh, get uh, out! Okay. That's awesome. And uh, so, for all the dusty bottom shelf titles that we have in here, uh, what I could boast is that a, it's all chosen by you guys. B, uh, I was happy to use all of those titles as many as I could. C. Uh, this is uh, theatrical as well as shot on video and direct to video. Great. E, uh, this once again goes beyond the North American uh, uh, borders. Mm. There, there's there's Good. Canadian, uh, but there's also uh, uh, Asian horror, Spanish horror, Mexican okay. horror, um, some more Italian horror. Um, you know, world horror is important in in this story, and uh, I'm still I'm still atoning from my choice of In Search of Darkness Part 1, where I decided to keep it in North America. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And that was just a very specific choice I made because there were just so many movies to cover. Mm -hmm. It must have been uh, a little bit less of a, a, a feel of responsibility. I, was, I don't want to say responsibility, but it must not have been that much more of a weight now, knowing that you were given, you know, basically the, the viewer said, we want to see you talk about this and put something together about this. Whereas your first two, you know, typically you were you're you're putting together documentaries to, you know, a lot of what 
you know, you wanted to talk about and the creators and the producers of, of, of the series wanted to now, you know, you're putting it in our hands. And I remember filling out my list yeah. and sending that in. So I'm, I'm really excited to see what, like what, what ones we list. chose and made uh, what yeah. ones end up making the movie. Yeah. yeah for sure. I'm, I'm, trust me. Like I said, there's, there's uh there's 79 movie segments. So I keep on saying almost 80, but there's 79 movie segments. Um, and that's the, not counting the chapters in between. Right. Um, out of those, I, w- I will reveal a couple names just in conversation, just for fun. But like uh, like Dominic, who's on the Creator VC team, he's always championing, and we're also always uh, lovingly making fun of him because he's always he's always gunning to get extra in the movie. Nice. And uh, I tried to get an extra in part one. It just I didn't have enough material. I tried to get extra in part two. We had to cut cut back a little bit, and I said I just don't think it's worthy enough to get in there. <laughs> Uh, I could. I, I promised Dominic that we would get extra in part three. And not only did we get extra in part three, but we got the director to talk about it. So, oh, I'm nice. That. That's good. amazing. So sometimes, you know, good things come to those who wait. Good, good. So, did you guys have any like trouble trying to find any of the the video to be able to use for the ones you guys chose, or was it all mostly readily available and and easy it's, to find? It's by hook and by crook. Yeah. Some some some's easy, some's not. But the, a lot of the stuff it's it's really hard to find. I mean, the whole yeah. story like a blood rage. You know that that movie was unavailable for years. People discovered it later just because there were only a couple prints made in the eighties and only showed it like a drive-in and maybe one oh, or two man. theaters and then it was gone. And then it never was released on video until it was found much later, you know, but uh, you know, that's the Thanksgiving seasonal horror twin story that uh, yeah. uh, a lot of people, I think if, if anyone is knowledgeable about it, they, that really was discovered later. That might've been on, on Joe Bob's uh, uh, last drive-in. Maybe an episode on yeah. that. Yeah, I'm. I'm but, sounding um, super familiar. I've, I've I maybe seen it as a like a yeah, pa- the name a quick pastel or a film that, that like sat down and and well, paid we, attention. We, we tracked down Mark Soper, who plays the the twins of Blood Rage, mm-hmm. to talk about making that film. And uh, it's really cool because one would think that by the time you're on your third In Search of Darkness movie, where you're going for five hours after doing four and a half hours and four and a half hours, what is there left to talk about in 80s horror? It's got to be the bottom of the barrel, but it, it's it's the exact opposite. Uh, I think it's much more interesting than ever before. And I think it, the, the the creativity that went into the filmmaking, the uh, the silliness of some of the filmmaking has a story behind it that we mm-hmm. talk about in terms of the goldmine of the VHS revolution and indie producers pouncing on an opportunity to just grab a camera and shoot a film to make some yeah. money. Um, it's a it's a great story. Uh, and it, it, it makes sense in the context of when you're watching a lot of these films, when you know that uh, in, the, in your back pocket. Yeah, see, and I, and, I, and I have a lot of respect for things like uh, like Screenbox and Shout Factory who are going out and finding a lot of these old films that may have been kind of like put off to the side and not ever released on DVD or readily available. And they're bringing them back to us, you know, yeah. and making them more available to us so that we can, you know, people like me who's younger and didn't live through that time and see these things when they were first put out be able to see them now you know I, eyes of fire this sort of uh weird anomaly of uh, american folk horror uh film that came out in the 80s and it was very you know not many people saw it but maybe more people would recognize that video box um that filmmaker stopped making films and just sort of went off and did other things and uh, severin tracked this guy down and got his print that he had and no one else had and they restored it and they put it on uh you know uh uh 
a box set of folk horror that they've got, which is really wonderful. Oh. Um, but it, it, it's, if, it, if not for Vinegar Syndrome and Severin and, and Shout Factory and a bunch of these uh, boutique titles that are as passionate about horror as we are, uh, we wouldn't have a lot of these things. They'd be gone. They'd be yeah. A, yeah. a memory. And if anything, this movie, In Search of Darkness, part one, part two, and especially part three, uh, are helping keep this stuff alive. Whatever you may think of it, uh, love it or hate it, it's a relic of history now because we're getting to between 40 and 50 years away from this decade of filmmaking. Yeah. yeah. And uh, at least having a remnant of it so you know that it was made and what it was about, who was in it, when maybe what the story was behind it, what have you, some context around it. Um, when we're gone, this is kind of what's left of these films that won't be able to be found yeah there, there's a there's a great classic horror film Lon Chaney starred in in London After Midnight uh, uh and and you if, if you grew up what reading famous monsters or looking at classic uh, uh horror stills there's Lon Chaney with this very London you know Jekyll and Hyde style top hat mm -hmm. And he's got very, 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 very sharp vampire teeth, but it's all across every, every, everyone's oh, really? the same length. Hmm. This big sharp, you know, I wouldn't even call him fangs because you know he has a top sharp, scary teeth, and he looks really, really scary. But yeah. what I'm getting at is that movie's gone. No one has a print of it. Oh, jeez. Uh, there's only there's only scripts. There's only pieces of it, but not enough to even put together a short film. It's just oh. gone completely. Oh. Um, and and it's a classic, and we all know that it was great because we have all these stills from it but we don't have the film anymore uh and uh it's there's there's so many films when you look back at film history that are just gone and disintegrating as we speak or completely gone yeah and, and people yeah. for london after midnight are are hoping someone's attic has it a can yeah. that you know they they, they discovered crossed. a can of of, of new Fritz Lang's Metropolis. They discovered, mm. I think, in, in in the in the teens of I think 2016, it came out. So I'm not sure when they discovered it, but a couple of years before that, they discovered all this additional footage from the original Which director's cut of Metropolis. And so they put it together, and they restored what they had, and they literally put the original Metropolis and how it was how it was originally shown to people, you know, nice. so practically a hundred years ago now. Uh, with all these little cards saying, you know, this is this connects this yeah. because we're missing, we're still missing this piece. But this is more if you're a complete, it's more of a full story. So uh, that's a rough, 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 rough look at genre of film history that's gone. Yeah. But uh, the '80s is similar in that there were so many films that will be completely gone, if not are already gone, um, and it it sheds a light on. Again, whatever people might think about what we're talking about today and 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 championing this kind of stuff, it's film history and yeah. uh, it's going away and you got to champion it and you got to share it and you got to yeah. you got to, uh, you know, shout from the rooftops why you love this stuff uh, and you got to you got to defeat the cynicism and the criticism of the content of these films to explain why it's important to at least acknowledge why these are important. Well, oh. see, and I feel like a lot of people, they don't. They don't go past the, I'm going to watch this movie. Oh, this is crap. I don't like it because of this content or this happened in it. It's like they don't sit and marinate on it. 
and think about the film past that. They just take it for face value, shun it, and 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 that's it. So. Yeah. But there are people who do, right? And yes, I think yes. that's and I, so I think to speak to what you were saying, uh, David, is I think that it isn't super important with what you guys are doing with these documentaries. Again, you know, you're it's, you're encapsulating something that may, you know, some of these films that may not see the light of day mm -hmm. in 20 years from now, 30 years from now, but somebody can come back to your documentaries, see them referenced and not just see them referenced, but also hear the stories behind them. I think that's one of my favorite parts oh, yes. is yes. the guests you have, right? You get, you have some of the, some of the greatest names in horror across these two volumes so far. I mean, I'm excited to see who we have for the third installment, but I think the thing I love the most and I've always loved is making of stories. The, the, oh, the, yes. the things that happened in a scene, the things that happened in Offset, that era, that the time. Drama, yeah, the, yeah. The, yeah, the, all oh, uh, perfect example, Jaws with Bruce, how the damn thing wouldn't work. So yeah. because of that, they had to film it differently and, and how much better that made the film. Yeah. Um, and as somebody who loves film and as a kid wanted to make movies, as you know, take my mom's video camera and make that. I love the fact that I'm able to hear about this and hear about the making of, of some films that I, I am familiar with. But then these other ones that I have no idea about, I hear how they're made, what they had to go through. And I see the product and I'm like, wow, I cannot believe that they it they adds, pulled that off. Yeah, it adds more. You know? it, it adds more to the experience of just enjoying the film and taking yes. the story in. And so I think, yeah, that's like absolutely what I love about, you know, the, the series of documentaries you're making here. And with your third one, I mean, I'm sure we're going to get a lot more, a lot more talent to give us backstories. Well, spo spoiler alert, by the time they got to the fourth Jaws film, they still couldn't make that damn shark. <laughs> uh, Lance Guest, uh, who is the star of that uh, film, um, I got to talk to him uh, for In Search of Dar In Search of Tomorrow, talking mm. about The Last Starfighter. And when you have Lance Guest in your backyard in the mood to chat, you can't not talk about things like Halloween two and Jaws four. And right. He's a wonderful guy. And uh, I, he, he's a guy, he's a guy who's very easygoing, but he was a serious actor and he took himself very seriously. And he found himself in Jaws four, which is now arguably the worst of the four. <laughs> and there's a story behind it. Cause he never wanted to be in a bad movie, you know? Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and so I loved being able to get like a, a real candid response from him to say, let's talk about it. I'd love to talk about Jaws for her. You nice. know, it's almost, it's almost therapeutic for him. That's, that's one of my favorite things though, is seeing that um, again. So, so with this release, we're seeing the same as, as before, a lot of the backers who jumped in and were able to order, they there's all different ways they can get this. They can get digital versions. They can get Blu-ray. That's going to still be available. We have coming up. Is that what the whole deal? Yeah. So uh, from October 6th through Halloween at midnight at 80s, horrordoc.com 80s 80s horrordoc.com um you can get in search of darkness part three and we're doing the same thing that we've done in the past where you know like that cool poster you've got behind you guys that people yeah. can't see with in search of darkness part two we've got uh, you know three posters we've got a digital download of film uh soundtrack um all sorts of cool swag like that physical copy which is really nice to have yeah. especially when we're talking about the digital digital divide you know oh, these things yeah. don't stay digitally but if it's always on your shelf you got it yeah and well and, and this community is full of collectors you know yeah. what i mean so yeah yeah they want that so what we're doing uh you know uh during this campaign you can order it and get your name in the credits are you if you want to put your podcast name in the credits yep. you can do that as well um 
And uh, but if you didn't get your hands on the trilogy, uh, sorry, you know, the first part one or part two, or you got one, or you only got two, you can fill in the entire trilogy. You can get you can get the box set of all three, you can get one or two, you can get a slip cover, a slipcase, you know, to put it all oh, in. Yeah. Oh, good. Um, good. you know, the whole nine yards, all that cool stuff. We're also doing something which is really great, which uh, I'm very excited about uh, because this is very much about the the fan the the horror community and the fans and the backers and uh your story is as important to this as as to the films itself. And so what I want to do this time around is I want everyone to record a very brief video testimony about why you love 80s horror or 80s filmmakers, a particular 80s film, or even the In Search of Darkness franchise. You know, why, what it means to you and, and why it's so close to your heart. And what I'm going to do is you're going to you can submit that and we're going to choose as many as we can. We can't promise every single one, but we're going to just line those extended end credits where you nice. already had your name of the credits. You're also going to nice. be hearing from everyone talking about how much they love this stuff. Um, and, and you can find that in the, the link tree on our socials. So if you go to like 80s horror doc and you know how there's a link tree with all these links, you'll mm -hmm. find the link to be able to submit your video. And I welcome as many passionate uh, excitable and excited, you know, testimonies, because uh, I, I want to include as many of your faces in this film as I can. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think I still have really, the email in my inbox. Yeah, so, you yeah. don't really see that much, right? You do see a lot of times when people are backing a lot of these projects, you'll get your, your name, your name in the credits. Credit, yeah, you know, you back at a certain level, you'll get producer credits, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but this is actually a really cool thing that I don't think I've seen yet where where you can actually be a part of a chance, a chance at credits. being at it, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and you having, guys are just so having in, a enthusiastic about this stuff. Like you know, you each in, you could do it together if you want. Yeah, but yeah. you know, um, I, just your passion of all this stuff. You know, you guys are very articulate, and and the emotion comes through, and that's what's important. Everyone shares this passion, mm -hmm. and you know, I'd love to see you guys in the end credits, just talking about why this stuff means something to you. You I'm go. sure I'm sure we could work something oh, out. Absolutely. We'll put something together for this. This will be definitely <laughs> yeah. it'll definitely be awesome. And the deadline for that is is Halloween. So everyone's okay. Got time. Perfect. So, Good. Uh, Perfect time of the year to get in the mood. Yes. Great. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So the deadline for all this stuff is is midnight Halloween to order and get your name in the credits and send in your video, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna put it out there. I I have both volumes, both mm -hmm. on Blu-ray. Yep, I've got here. All the posters from the first two two rounds that came around. I've got the pins that came with it. See, I, mean, I missed I all the all the goodies all that. that came with the first round because I didn't come on until about the second one was coming out. So yeah, so I can tell listeners for sure, like you know, you guys listen to us and you listen to us talk horror, and and obviously you have a love of this stuff. This is something you have to have. I yes. mean, if you don't have this, do you really call yourself a true horror fan? Well, I think yes. Am I a little too hard? Am I a little too hard on him? That might, that might, that might, that might be drawing a line, but you know, no, but I, think I mean, it's, I, I think it comes from a, a good place. Like a yes. good place. Yes. I think, I think they'll, you know, I think if they, one watching, one viewing, will, will, will that's it. They'll understand. They'll say, you know, give me more. And that yeah. was my, that was my instinct after watching the first volume. So when I found out the second one was coming, I was stoked and I loved the second one as much just like, and I just kept thinking like, is there more they can give us? What else can they do? And so yeah. here we are, we have it, it's getting ready to come out. Um, so yeah. So for the whole month of October, everybody make sure they head over to eighties horror doc. 
Is that correct? Yep. AceHorrorDoc.com. Um, and all the social. I follow the social media, very yes. active social media, mm-hmm. um, interactive as well. And it um, drops some good information. I like when they give like, they'll, 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 you guys will talk about a movie and then you'll give yeah. some knowledge about it or something. You know what I mean? I, sure. I like sure. being able to revisit it real brief and then, you know. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Carla Hampton, who manages our social media, and she writes a lot of these things. And she's a she's a horror geek as well. And she just it it gives her great joy to sit down and say, what what little nuggets can I throw out there to be interactive with the community? Um, That's the thing is, it's not like you just order, you know, crowdfund a film or order a film. You get the film and watch the film. That's all great stuff. But we year round we have a we have a discord where mm-hmm. anyone can join and talk to like-minded fans uh we have a daily you know a daily feed mm-hmm. uh on socials you know across instagram and facebook and twitter uh where we just uh have a love of all of this stuff and just trying to keep the fire burning year round as opposed to just spooky season well and 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 yeah and and i appreciate that as a fan too because you guys are kind of cultivating a community pulling people together to yeah. talk about this further than just watching the movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. One of the f- my favorite things is the live uh, YouTube things you have. So once in a while, you know, we'll, they'll you guys will have live YouTube viewings. They'll, they'll have some movies. They'll just get on and talk. Sometimes it's the one the of watch the producers, along. one of the producers at Creator VC or, or, or you know, and, and it's it's it, it makes you feel like you're a part of something. Now, yeah. you know what I mean? When you get that notification that watch live, we're going to be on here and we'll be talking to you during this yeah, time. We, and, and it just have, brings you have- in. Backer events a couple times a year while we're making the films that we make. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> excuse me, it's very important for us to keep you guys up to speed with the types of things we're doing, but allow you to ask questions. <clears throat> you know, this is it's important to be transparent and be connected and and to share the stuff we're doing and also to help get you guys to steer things sometimes. You know, uh, we yeah. listen to everything. We love the feedback. We love the ideas. We love making you guys part of it. So we're not just working in some vacuum vacuum saying, oh, well, they'll probably like this. They'll probably like that. Now we really want to, we wanted to get everyone in on the ground floor of this. And now you're seeing the, the fruits of our labor. And uh, yeah. it's very cool to be able to say that because most filmmakers don't do that. Uh, and and yeah. I think that's what sets these projects apart is it's more than just a documentary. It's a whole community experience yeah yeah i'll tell you that uh it's very much appreciated from a fan standpoint uh we at least on my side i love the fact that all of you creators got together and decided this is something you wanted to do and to bring this to us um and, and it's not like it's it's just okay let's come together let what can we do oh let's make a documentary about 80s horror movies it's no you guys are all so passionate and yes, so knowledgeable, and knowledgeable about it that it's coming yeah. from a good place it's not just just make a film and put it out there yeah you can usually tell when something's a money grab right mm, there's yes there's, it's a corporation driven thing to yeah. kind of jump on whatever the new wave is whatever or the, yeah the nostalgia factor what's going on now let's let's make a version of this this comes from the heart, the heart. and you know it does immediately and, and i think that's why a lot of fans have Gravitate bought into it. it yeah and um are probably i mean for me i can speak for myself super looking forward to this next install i mean i mean the second i get that digital version oh of, yeah i'm, I'm gonna have to take it. the next day off <laughs> as soon as as soon as it comes in i'm watching it um, there's, there's some people who wait they're like i gotta wait to have the physical copy and pop that in and that that experience but i i like i love the way we do it is we order it and we we make you you, you guys all order it 
and then we put the credits on and then you guys get to see the digital copy that'll be uh in in the tail end of november and then we ship after that um and that's the way it works ultimately but we're happy to get it to you as quickly as we can into your hands and um it's uh it's quite the experience we, we've got weary pines back oh again good for, good yes i love their. They, they, uh, I'm, I'm sort of getting tangential here but i'm just thinking about i mean we, we're offering a lot of the same sort of formula that you guys have have validated and mm -hmm. really like mm -hmm. you know because after we did part one and then we did part two I'd look at, I go on Letterboxd and I'd see so many people saying I could watch this 24 seven. I could watch so many more installments of In Search yes. of Darkness. And I'm, at first I'm like, who's paying who to write these? You <laughs> can't love this that much, but it, it's incredibly flattering in all, you know, truth. And uh, I wanted to make sure that this is, this is everything that people would want as, as a continuation package. That's why I wanted to make it five hours, you know, oh. Weary Pines put together an, an insane, score where i don't know if you guys were part of that backer event that we did where i showed uh two uh, we had a backer event uh, a couple weeks ago where i showed two segments from the film uh mm -hmm. but i also uh revealed two tracks oh i think i saw the alert way after the fact and i was so yeah i was annoyed there. i was so annoyed i yes. think you could find that on on youtube actually. okay still okay go back and watch it yeah good, if, you, good. if you go to the creator vc youtube again go back to that link tree and, I, yeah. and there's okay. a backer event but uh uh weary pines really uh outdid themselves this time because they they always love to stretch and they're so wonderful to work with and it's so great when they're receptive. I, I give them a list of, of a lot of the movies that we're doing. And I say, I want to capture the the theme and the concept and the, you know, the, the vibe uh, with an 80s synth feel. But also I want you to stretch. I want more new instruments. I, I don't yeah. want this to feel exactly the same as part one and part two. I really want this to sort of... Uh, get whether it's a, a whimsical vibe or a, a creepier vibe or you know whatever the yeah. vibe would be they stepped up to the plate and they knocked it out of the park good that's awesome good. that's so good to hear can't wait yes definitely can't wait i know uh do you have anything else you wanted to ask uh yeah what what's what's in the pipeline what, what are you guys working on because i know this is going to be coming out i know you guys have the the aliens expanded get, get you're working on right, um, right what what else is in the pipeline what else you guys got coming down <clears throat> well, aliens vacation. <laughs> Take a, a relax for a minute. <laughs> a rest, a rest. Yeah, the holiday season is coming. Um, other than spooky season, which is my true holiday season. Yeah, literally sure. October first comes around and I go, it's the most wonderful. <laughs> yes, I'm the same way, mm -hmm. same way. But uh, even though I, I started. You know, I put together my my spooky town mantle, you know, earlier in mm. September. I couldn't wait. Yeah, you know, nice. I get those those the Lemax spooky village things where yeah. I, I, I line the mantle and have little houses and creatures and ghosts. And that's know, awesome. My kid, my kid loves it. And the inner kid in me loves it even more. But um, yeah, uh, coming up, we, we have all sorts of things in terms of In Search of Darkness, the trilogy of 80s movies is now complete, mm -hmm. but we are now looking at 90s next. Great. Glad We're definitely, 90s. 90s 90s is 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 uh, is next. Uh, when I say next, that means in terms of like the pipeline, uh, like in terms of the pipeline, what's coming out is uh, Aliens Expanded is coming mm -hmm. out in about a year from now. Uh, Aliens Expanded is a look at James Cameron's Aliens. Uh, and it's a deep dive. I'm executive producing that. Uh, Ian okay. Nathan is the director of that, uh, an accomplished author, 
who's uh, talked to James Cameron. You know, he has books about James Cameron and Ridley Scott. And oh, he nice. did Alien Vault and Terminator Vault. He was the uh, editor-in-chief of Empire Magazine. Uh, he's a great guy, incredibly knowledgeable. But that's also, uh, you know, just to stick on that one for a moment, that's a year-long experience as well. Wow. Where he's going to be giving talks and, uh, wow. you know, get in on that. Even though, even though by the time people are listening to this, the campaign, the initial crowdfunding campaign for Aliens Expanded will be over. It won't be too late to get on and be part of it so check that one out uh, at nice. aliensexpanded.com uh we got in search of darkness 90s we've got fps which is first person mm. shooter yes that's right uh, creator that, vc yeah. is doing this so robin block who is the ceo of, of creator vc he's spinning a lot lots of plates and uh he's putting together you know video game docs and genre docs and uh, we have other things in the pipeline. We're really looking at doing in search of uh, in search of tomorrow, mm, yeah, two, okay. part two next. Nice that I would be directing. Um, we got to figure it all out. I really yeah, do yeah. need that long sleep first, <laughs> but, but but we're constantly talking and planning and developing as we speak right now behind the scenes, uh, all this kind of stuff. But uh, we just don't have any announcements to make. Yeah, in search yeah. of legends yeah, yeah. is in development as well, which is fantasy um yeah. oh okay cool i was wondering if there was going to be a fantasy one or not we want to do that we want to do that the thing is i have not perfected cloning i, I you know ah, every, every yes. clone that i make is is a is a horror movie in itself and uh, <laughs> i i just don't want to bring any of my clones to the public because they're not capable of directing a movie so it's yeah, yeah. we've got to we've got to figure it out there's only so much time in the day these, well, these projects are a lot of work i, mean, I bet sure you know, I'm sure you recognize that when you put a four to a five hour movie together, and oh, yeah. you know, uh, 40, 50, 60, 70 people to sit down and talk about it and then uh, organize all that footage and, and script it and, and, and edit it uh, again uh, in terms of the team uh, going back to the search of darkness, uh, uh, Samuel way edited part one part two he's back for part three nice. Samuel right. makes it all look easy he makes it flow you're gonna five hours is gonna go by and you're like wait i was gonna get up to go to the bathroom yeah I probably should have <laughs> um that's the one of the beauties behind this is the flow you don't feel it doesn't feel like it's that many hours no it's you're just kind of just riding it and constantly going through mm -hmm. and nothing feels jarring nothing feels kind of abrupt and and taking you out of it whatsoever so yeah and, big and up to seems, him and what a great editing job and and nothing seems to just kind of drag on where i'm like mm. okay let's get on to the next thing yeah. you know it, it's it's all cut perfectly yeah. there's moments yeah. when you're watching something and after a while you realize oh i'm on twitter and i should be watching this right that yeah. doesn't happen when i watch no. these yeah even for as many times as we've seen them so you've got a lot to do you've got a lot in uh in planned for the future but right now we're really focusing on letting everyone know that in search of darkness three is coming out and is i mean they need to get this and i'm telling you you will not you will not regret it if you go out and get this so go to 80s that's 80s 80s horrordoc.com to make sure to back and get as much of get as much of the swag as possible too because it's great it's oh, great yeah. quality it's not it's not like you get you know flimsy material i mean these are great posters the pins that pins, i've gotten in yep. the past were amazing uh, i'm looking forward to getting a slip case to hold all three of yeah the, the yeah that's yeah, gonna yeah, be yeah, awesome yeah yeah, yeah th this is a kind of thing where a lot of times people are like well i'll get it later uh or i'll, I'll stream it later and then people see all the cool physical stuff that they have in their hands and they say i want to get that too and, and it's not available 
Yeah. yeah. We, we don't we don't we don't have a, a big warehouse where we grab it. We don't manufacture it where you put in the order and then you get it in the mail. We we do it in batches in these short periods of time uh, because it's it's quite we do it all ourselves. You know, we 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 package and manufacture and 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 fulfill all the stuff after we make the film ourselves, and we have to do it in these large batches when we do one order. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the cost gets really, really, really high mm-hmm. if you have just you know yeah. a smaller under a certain threshold. And so, um, you know, it, it's a labor of love through and through, and uh, we want everyone to jump on this while they can because this is kind of your last chance. Not yeah. even kind of, it is your last chance if you want all this, all the cool stuff and your name in the credits and. Uh, potentially be in the credits. This is the last time to do it. And, uh, you know, you guys have been have been wonderful in terms of championing these films. And uh, it's really all part of the community element. You know, again, I, I really want to thank you for just your passion about these films, but moreover about the, the genre and keeping yeah. it alive and keeping the flame alive and doing a podcast you know, where you're talking about all these films and you get all the time to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's incredibly important, you know, going back to that film history element. Um, yeah. But it, but it personalizes it, you know, uh, your your perspective and what you guys bring to the table about this stuff is 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 very important. It really is, you know, and, and it's the whole experience about talking about these films and hearing about it for the first time. You guys are curators as well, because not only do I, you know, if, if the independent of the other films that aren't in search of darkness if i put it in in search of darkness and then you guys talk about the pros and cons and why you love it and why it's not people will be listening to you and say oh wow now i've got to check this out and see it for myself and maybe share it to other people and so it's a very important process yeah oh, and i know. appreciate that thank and, you so much and i know and this may sound weird but i know when i sometimes listen to podcasts i find myself talking along to the conversation yeah. so if <laughs> yeah, we yeah, can get yeah. people doing that when they listen to our show i'm, then I'm happy. good yeah yes. exactly uh, that's Davis. the sign of a good podcast is you feel like you're sitting around with friends shooting the shit shooting, yeah, yeah yeah definitely well david thank you so much we know you're super busy with all the stuff you've got going with the new projects coming as well um we appreciate you jumping on the show once again um one more time, let people know where to get all this information and anything else you want to say before we end the show here. Sure, yeah. 80shorrordoc.com. Uh, the, the campaign, the final campaign, the final chance is going until October at midnight. Sorry, we are in October. <laughs> until until Halloween at midnight. Uh, check it out. Spread the word. Tell your friends. Uh, if you want to find out more about me and my stuff, uh, you can go find me on socials at... Uh, my Twitter handle is at Tiki Ambassador, uh, and I have my own sort of uh, site called ItCameFromBlog.com, uh, which has a lot of the material that I've done from Entertainment Tonight and The Hollywood Reporter and just, you know, writing about various things, LA Weekly, you know, the interviews I've done. I, I, I have sort of a steady pop culture dump on my socials, you know, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. But um most importantly, check out all the stuff that Creator VC is doing uh, and, you know, the socials for uh, 80s Horror Doc, you go, uh, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. My, see, my brain always it, it hesitates when I think about <laughs> getting it all in, but it's all the same handle uh, and it's lots of fun stuff at 80s Horror Doc. All right, David. Again, once again, we appreciate you being on the show. Thank you so much. Yeah. And listeners, we appreciate you for listening. Again, make sure to head out and go get that. Yeah, yeah, you heard, doc, you heard you heard end of end of October, Halloween at midnight. So get on it if you're yeah. sleeping on it. I don't know what you're doing. If you've made it this far <laughs> with listening to the show and you haven't checked out these documentaries, yeah. 
I don't know what you're doing. Because we tell them people um, to check them out all the time. All the time. So, so, I mean, hey, I guess that's your prerogative. But now that part three is coming out, now that the trilogy is going to be complete, if you haven't yet, now is the time to do so. Now is the time. And you should spread the word and share this podcast. And that's an easy way to do it as well. I'll tell you. Yes. Hey, there you go. Absolutely. There you go. Uh, so for Jim Clark, for David Weiner, thank you so much for joining. This is Chris Chavez. We'll see you guys next week. And as always, remember to keep your eye on the shadows.